Belinda Audio presents this unabridged recording of Licorice Shorts, written by Margaret Clark and read by Stig Weems. The dedication reads to Lena and Luigi. Chapter 1. There's this girl in my class who keeps staring at me. She's doing it right now. I try not to look at her, but I can't stand her eyes boring into me, so I give her a dirty look. She immediately nudges her friend and they both giggle. After that, she stares some more. I don't need a girlfriend in my life right now. It's complicated enough as it is. I turn away and stare fixedly at Mr Brody's back. He's writing fractions on the board. If I ignore the girl, she'll eventually give up and pick on someone else. Zing! I get zapped with a paper dart on my cheek. It falls onto my desk, so I unfold it and read the message. I think you're so cute. Will you go out with me? Love, Jessica. Hey! She's top of the hot list! My mate Jazz is reading it over my shoulder. Mind your business! I snarl at him. He punches me on the arm and gives me a wink. I can feel my cheeks going red. Jessica Logan's supposed to be really hot. She pashed Sam Bruschetti, like, full on, and he even reckons that she gave him a tongue kiss. He says, Well, maybe I'm abnormal, but the thought of someone's tongue in my mouth makes me want to puke. My older two brothers have got girlfriends. It's a bit hard to remember who's going with who, because the turnover's pretty hectic. They're both cool guys, good-looking, so they can pull in chicks, no problem. Their motto is, use them, then dump them. But, if you ask me, the girls aren't worth all the hassle. They phone and want to rave on about nothing for hours. They send weird emails and clog up the computer with a load of crap. And they want to be taken out to posh places and be given expensive presents. I reckon my brothers are getting used up, not the other way round. Anyway... There's no way I need a girlfriend messing up my life at the moment because I've just got a part-time job on my uncle's stall at the show tomorrow through to Monday, three days off school, including a curriculum day holiday. He's selling show bags, ten varieties. There's Choco Buster, Go Nuts, Monster Mash, Alien Attack, D for Dinosaur, Sweet Experience, G-Force, Spookarama, Gobstopper and Licorice All Shorts. I know you think it should be licorice all sorts, the name of those little licorice squares filled with coloured stuff, but it's a trick name. In licorice all shorts, you get licorice twists and lots of assorted candy and a pair of edible shorts that are supposed to taste like licorice. I think it's a bit weird, but Uncle Mike says there's edible snakes and mice and dummies, so why not shorts? He says it gives a new meaning to eat my shorts. Aren't you gonna answer? Says Jazza in my ear. That's the polite thing to do. And she's kind of cute. Go on, write, Yes, I'll go out with you. Love and kisses, Philo. Get lost, I snap. If she's so cute, you go out with her. Can't. It's against my religion. I gape at him. What religion? You don't belong to any religion. That's what you told me. The no blondes religion. They're trouble. So you want me to go out with Jessica, who's blonder than Bimbo Barbie? Thanks, mate. Watch out, says Rooksy from behind us. But it's too late. Mr Brody's torn himself away from his fascination with fractions and has his beady eyes on us. Bring it to me, he says, and points at the note on my desk. Eat it, hisses Jazza. I can't. 
There's no tomato sauce round here and there's no way I'm eating paper unless it's smothered in sauce. I try to crumple the note really hard in my hand as I walk out the front so the writing will be smudgy and Mr Brody won't be able to read it. But when he takes it from my hand and smooths it out, I know that plan didn't work. I think you're so cute. Will you go out with me? Love, Jessica. He reads out loud in a sarcastic sort of voice. I thought this was a maths class, not a dating agency. What do you think, Philopowicz? Er, uh, I go. Well, what's your answer? Does he mean to the note or to his question? Teachers are so complicated, you never know what they mean. Uh, no, it's not a dating agency, and no, I don't want to go out with Jessica. I mumble, looking at the floor. There's this sort of collective sigh from most of the guys. They'd love to go out with Jessica and get pashed to near point of death. Mr Brody gives me the look. Then he seems to take pity on me, because he chucks the note in the bin and tells me in a curt voice to go back to my seat. I sneak a glance at Jessica, and she glares back. I've just dumped her in front of the whole class. Major put-down. If looks could kill, I'd be as dead as yesterday's canteen donuts. The bell goes. We bang books around, slam desks, and jostle out into the corridor. Rooksy jabs me in the ribs. You knocked back Jessica Lagan. You've got rocks in your head. Yeah, maybe.